0: Hi there and welcome along to another workout for you to row along to. It's day 26 of the 30 days of 30 minute workouts. And because we've had a couple of like rather intense sessions between the yesterday's mid-tier workout and actually the bottom tier the day before was still kind of slightly up there. Today, we're gonna take it right down into a bottom tier. We're gonna go back to the session where we did five minutes at 20 strokes a minute and 2K plus 18 pace, followed by one minute at 15 strokes a minute, you slow right down and just kind of work on that groove, the fluidity of your stroke rate for those 15 strokes a minute for that kind of one minute long. Okay, so this should really keep that intensity right down because as we get into the closing last four workouts of these 30 days, then the intensity is gonna rise up that little bit. And trust me, day 30 is gonna be a doozy. I'm gonna enjoy that one. Um, so listen, I know that a lot of people struggle a little with these lower rates, even the 20s and the 18s, some people are quite uncomfortable with. And that's why I'm throwing in this one with the 15s is that if you're uncomfortable rowing at slower rates, then you kind of it's useful to work at it because the fluidity that you develop over your technique in these lower rates is something that. really does translate perfectly well to the higher ones things like getting those arms away to help you forwards is what then lets you get those higher stroke rates when you want to get up to 28 and 30 without things kind of completely kind of going wrong on you so there is a reason for this and please don't skip it because um it's like anything if you're not particularly comfortable with it practice will then get you to a point that you are comfortable with it okay right let's get into our four minute warm-up as we always do now let's head straight to the drag factor and set that where you want it to be if you don't know what drag factor is please check out the video i have on this youtube channel i set mine to run about 120 125 if you want an idea of what i'm doing Um, If you're on a non-Concept 2 rower, then just set the weight of the machine so you get a good weight out of the stroke, but you don't have to heave against it in order to get the machine moving. Next up, go to your monitor, and if you're able to, then set it at eye height so you don't have to look up and you don't have to look down. And finally, your foot straps should be set to a point where you're able to get to the front of the machine with your shins in a vertical position, okay? If you're set too low, you might go flying straight past into like, um, yeah, into your shins going past. Um, if you're set too high, you might find it's a little bit of a struggle to get into that vertical position and you're like losing lots of forward slides and things. Okay, I a little bit of an extra tip because that's part of Form Check Fridays today. Anyway, right. As far as the power is concerned for this uh, warm-up, we're gonna do it 18 strokes a minute and just enough of a push from your feet that you can think about the connection of the power going through your body into your hands. Okay, I will explain as we do it, and let's hope we warm up because it's so cold today. I'm just, uh, I know I'm complaining about the cold, but I'm not built for the cold, I'm built for the heat. (laughs) Okay, so 18 strokes a minute. Here we go then, in three, two, one, let's go so what i mean is that the power for the rowing stroke comes from your feet in that you push your legs into the machine push your feet into the machine and that's the majority of the power that's how it gets into the rowing stroke but you obviously have to get it to the handle to make the flywheel or the water wheel turn and the most efficient way for that to happen is for the push with your feet to happen at exactly the same time your hands connect to the handle and the handle connects to the machine okay so pushing with your feet connecting with the handle at the same time if you push too soon before you connect then your backside scoots away from underneath you and you lose power pull too soon and you end up grabbing onto the handle and you can't quite connect that leg drive in there and you could end up with tennis elbow and various other injuries and as you work on that timing just increase more of a push from your legs and try and get the pace closer to 2k plus 20 and and If you don't know what this 2k pace stuff is then row a two kilometer time trial and divide the result by four and that gives you the average time to cover any of the 500 meters within that 2k time trial and that is your 2k training pace simple (laughs) right one more stroke put one foot on the floor continue to row and if I did go a bit too fast with that whole 2k pace thing then check out the description to this video where under the pace guide and stuff there's a little blurb telling you in a bit more detail what 2k pace is and how to calculate it it's maybe a bit late for that now if if you're rowing but that's okay. let's swap feet you can just do it by a kind of an effort out of 10. So today's row would be like a 5 out of 10 effort. i will talk more about this when we're rowing. No point talking to you about it in the warm-up. Keep a nice strong push with your leg. And two more to go for this leg. And then we will put both feet in Legs nice and straight and roll with your back and arms. So swing over your hips, then pull in your arms, and then out with your arms and swing back over your hips again. It's a real pendulum hinge that you're doing. You're just tilting backwards and forwards like a pendulum pendulum on a clock. You're not bending. Okay. Let's slide to the front of the machine with arms straight forward lean and just push out with your legs and try to hold that forward lean and straight arms through the leg drive and don't push too hard with your legs and that way you should be able to just hold this position the whole time and just obviously work on that timing between your feet and your hands To okay, two more we're going to get one more in Come on, we can, yeah. Whoosh. And that's a warm up done. Simple one. And as being today's main session, we start off at uh, 20 strokes a minute, 2K plus 18 pace, which is run about 5 out of 10 effort level, like I said. Don't need to be overly warm to start this one because you will start to warm up anyway. So, um, in fact, let's have a quick drink. I've got my order mixed up then. Have a quick drink. And I'll quickly say again what we're doing today. So we are, I'm sorry, I'm just quickly loading it up with Ergzone. <laughs> Send workout to PM5. Cool. See how simple that is? On oh, there's button pushing. Anyway, what we're going to do today is we're going to do 5 minutes at 2K plus 18 pace, which like I say is running about 5 out of 10 effort level. Um, and then we're going to do 1 minute at 15 strokes a minute, which is probably going to be down to like 4 out of 10. But really that, slowing it down, it's just a A, it's going to kind of stop you getting this being too intense a row after a couple of tough days and like i say a few tough days coming but also it's going to give you that chance to slow down and just work on the sequencing of your stroke and to try and make sure you're nice and fluid i'll talk about this in the main row but that's kind of the point between this okay so um if you've been following this 30 days of 30-minute workouts, then because of the intensity, kind of that roller coaster of up and down, up and down, this one is perfectly suited. Today is the right day to just take it that little bit into a further trough to just slow down so we can then race home to a finish. We've still got um, uh, another bottom tier, one more bottom tier to go or two bottom tiers, depending on what you do on Sunday's row. Um, but uh, it is going to be like day 27 is going to be a mid-tier uh and then the final one is going to be a proper top tier so uh use this one to just let your bowl of power refill up again so we can finish this thing strong if you go too hard now you might not have that bowl of power for the the rest of the the 30-day thing i've never really actually came up with the proper name for what to call it it's not a challenge it's not a plan it's a thing Right, so we're gonna start off at 20 strokes per minute and at 2K plus 18 pace, and I will talk you through everything that we need to do, okay? Right, here we go then. In three, two, one, let's go. Right. So as far as stroke rate is concerned, then you can watch me on the video just take a stroke when I take a stroke you can listen to me on the podcast and you should hear the whoosh of my flywheel so you know when I'm taking a stroke plus my speech pattern is very much based around oh come on watch there we go based around speaking in between That drive phase of the stroke, so you should just fall into the same rhythm. Plus, you can count down in threes on the monitor for these 20 strokes a minute, and then count down in fours for the 15 strokes a minute. But hopefully once you lock into the the rhythm the groove you won't need any of these external references you'll just kind of almost like meditation you'll just fall into it and just hit that rhythm like a metronome but that really only happens when you have a good fluid rhythmic stroke in the first place and that's really what today is about But giving you a chance to slow things down and work on that flow So not only within these main five-minute chunks at 20 strokes a minute, but get a chance to go into slow-mo at 15s, of course you don't need to do the 15s, you can keep it up at 20 the whole way, but if you feel you're struggling with either the fluidity of your technique or even just any aspect of technique then slowing it right down its a really good idea I much prefer it to pick drills where you stop entirely they have their place but I also feel the danger is that they break up the stroke and they don't really help you build in this rhythm and fluidity because it's all about making sure you never stop that's why I don't like the pick drills because they make you stop everything always moves there's maybe like a twentieth of a second as I go between rolling forwards to driving backwards but everywhere else things are always moving when I get to the back of the stroke my hands instantly start going forwards again to recover for the next stroke and they trigger my forward lean and then my knees bend it's like tai chi everything just flows into itself so, in five strokes time, we'll try this by slowing right down to 15 strokes a minute. You ready? In two, one, let's slow it down. So, hands, rock, knees. Arms, rock, knees. Arms, rock, knees arms rock knees I notice I'm still putting in a good push of the legs to get through the stroke my pace has only really dropped off about 3 seconds because my leg drive is still Up there, it's my recovery that I'm now just taking time over to make sure I'm in the right positions. Last one. All right, let's get back into it. 20 strokes a minute again, and that's what we do. Okay, so. it's not about limping through a very soft leg drive it's not like a weak handshake of a stroke you're still pushing hard with the legs in order to generate power into the machine but then You're slowing the recovery right down to work in your sequencing. I usually prefer a ratio of two to one when rowing, which means my drive speed is twice as fast as my recovery. So in today's example when it's three seconds per stroke it means that i go one two three one two three one two three okay i don't need to keep on counting do i (laughs) but on the 15 strokes a minute It's more like three to one, where my drive speed is three times faster than the recovery, or at least the recovery is three times slower than my drive. And that gives ample time to work on my technique work on my body positions because that's what the 15s are there for they don't really help you build power and although you're working they're not exactly the most intense in the world for building fitness but they will give you a chance to work on your groove and your technique. So let's quickly talk about a bit of technique before we hit the next 15s. And that's the position you want to be in at the drive. And that position is in a forward lean, tilting over your hips. So not collapsing your lower back in order to tilt forwards. Arms straight out in front of you. Shins in a vertical position is usually controlled by how far you slide on the machine chin neutral you're just looking straight ahead arms relaxed handle height nice and neutral in front of you and fingers hooked over the handle Now if you can maintain all of that (laughs) as you push your feet into the machine, then as the power goes in, you should really feel like a hang off the handle as the power surges from your hands into the handle without you pulling against it and that's the important part ok, 4 3 2 1 here we go 1 and recover drive and recover so you could almost, almost do one second drive three seconds recover here to take your time hands, rock, knees hands, rock, knees okay and you're always moving you're not holding to a finish so hands come in and out rock knees there's always something moving even if it's just my lips because I can't stop talking (laughs) last one alright back into 20 strokes a minute again and 2k plus 18 pace Now, hopefully, because of these one-minute slow downs, your kind of perception of intensity shouldn't really climb much from where you started. So, if you don't have a 2K training pace then well then I recommend doing a 2000 metre time trial they're lots of fun people love them you're not you're missing out on (laughs) well what you're missing out on is something that really gives you the proper benchmark for how fit and strong, and how good your technique is right now. And then as you improve your fitness, your strength, and your technique, you then come back to do a 2K again, to kind of prove that, and see how much you've improved by. But if you don't have one right now and you are rowing by a effort out of 10 value, then it should be that your perceived effort at the start of the row and right now, as we're a minute away from the halfway point, shouldn't really have changed by much maybe if this was a borderline 5 or 6 out of 10 it's now a proper official 6 out of 10 but shouldn't really be climbing that much more than that And when it comes to using the effort scale that's the important thing is that you need to be consistent with the pace you're putting in rather than trying to keep it to the same effort level. So if you started this row and a 5 out of 10 effort you were rowing at 2 minutes 15 pace per 500 meters then you hold that the whole way through well apart from the 15 strokes a minute you don't adjust your pace in order to always keep it at a five out of ten. There's different ways to train. You can get naphetone heart rate training which is which is about keeping that intensity bottom and if it gets too much you slow down or heart rate zone training which is similar. If your heart rate goes too high you slow down but my training is based around the pace that you row at in reference to your two kilometer best time trial at the moment and that's how you well my mind that's how you're able to push and increase your performance and fitness okay here we go then in four three two one let's slow it right down keep a nice fluid movement going on here let yourself get in to the right positions, there's no need to rush. And if you don't feel you're getting that real connection through the drive like I am, then chances are you're not experiencing the hang of which I spoke previously. So you really want to hold that forward lean and arms straight as you push with the legs. Last one. All right, back up to 20 strokes a minute. And it is important from a power generation, point of view and fitness efficiency point of view and also an injury prevention point of view that you try to hold that forward lean and straight arms as you push your legs into the machine now you need to have nice relaxed arms and shoulders to help that power get in there I said before that it's like water skiing you don't see someone on water skis grabbing onto the handle fighting the boat that's towing them you see them with nice straight arms to let the power from the boat flow through their body and down to their feet and so straight relaxed arms loose shoulders that are nice and down and comfortable and natural rather than up in your ears tense ah, 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 ah. <laughs> that'd be an angry zombie but you want to be a relaxed zombie as you row arms out in front of you a nice friendly zombie you've had your feed you're in a good mood you're nice and relaxed and then the power as you push into the machine with your feet it goes up through your posterior chain through your back shoulders tendons of your straight arms and into your fingers pretty much uninterrupted and then with your fingers just like hooks over the handle instead of a tense death grip then all that happens is that force from your legs goes into the handle and that force then goes to the chain and into the flywheel making it turn And then, once your legs are about halfway done, they start to fade the power. And so that's why you wait until halfway before you swing over your hips from that forward lean to the backward lean. And it really is worthwhile putting a mirror in front of you or running a video camera to analyze later because it's really easy to swing too soon and lose that connection and the hang. Okay. Five, four, three, two, one. Here we go, slow it down. Drive, arms tilt, knees. Drive, arms rock, knees. It's nice, slow it down. Body has a chance to catch up on itself from a cardio point of view and you can work on the fluid movements through the different phases of the stroke let those hands come in then straight back out again let your body's natural rebound send them right out in front so they're over your knees before you bend your knees. Alrighty then, back up to 20s for the last time. So where do we get to? The back swing. So the swing over your back adds power back in as your legs begin to fade but obviously your back is only swinging from a 1 o'clock to an 11 o'clock so it's going to fade too which is why right after you start your back swing you finally pull in your arms Your arms have been straight up until that point. So straight, pull, straight, pull, push, pull. That's how you think about it. Push, pull. So it's all about legs and then arms. Put a little bit of a rock of your back in between and the handle should finish right about sternum height. If you finish high, then you're shifting the muscles that are used from your big powerful lats to your less powerful and resilient delts and forearms and that's a one-way ticket to golfer's elbow and tennis elbow or worse torn muscles and you still want to keep your shoulders nice and loose and relaxed at the back try not to snatch early with your shoulders and certainly try not to finish with them up around your ears so you raise at the top which can often be accompanied by a chin dump too so you go so you look into your navel one more for fun and actually just demonstrating that I could feel my intercostals going excuse me please stop that so I will now get back to pace because that slowed me right down and then if you send your elbows through your sides rather than totally chicken winged out to to both sides if you come straight through with maybe a slight outward movement then that's how you employ your body's natural rebound from the rib cage and tendons and things that wants to send your elbows back forwards again And therefore, your hands back forwards. And as they come out straight, you then tilt back over your hips so that once your hands are past your knees, you're in that forward tilt and you just have to bend your knees in order to return. In the perfect position to the next stroke again without having to straighten your arms anymore or tilt your back anymore so the recovery is absolutely vital to get you ready for the next stroke okay in four three two one last fifteens make sure to push with those legs so you hang off the handle and get the force in there and if you don't feel you're getting the full leg drive then when you get to the back of the stroke point your toes to the front of the machine and that will help you get your legs all the way down what have I done? I've gone one stroke too fast or one stroke too slow Ah. right there we go back on track again I think obviously I went one too fast. Last one. I almost got, almost got to the end without messing up the 15s. 20 seconds. 20 seconds. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so if you point your toes towards the front of the machine as you go through the drive and come into the back, then it makes sure your legs go all the way down. You get a good, all the power from your legs. But it also means that as you come back, you're not yanking your feet against the foot straps, stopping yourself early and then tugging yourself forwards, which raises your knees, collapse your posture, and messes with your return at, um body position for the next strokes. Remember, like I say, you hands away, forward rock, and that's you in the perfect position. You shouldn't have to bend or straighten your arms at all. Whereas if you come to the back and your knees pop up before as you slide forwards. You've got to somehow get from this position to that position ready for the next drive. Or you come into the front like this, which I really don't recommend. You see lots of people in the gym doing this. And it all goes through the lower back. They're losing power everywhere. and So rather than trying to get up into that forward position because you're tugged in your foot straps, just point your toes to the front of the machine so you don't tug in the foot straps. And then use that... I'm way too far back here, but you get what I mean. That arm bounce... To take you forward. As your arms come straight, the momentum then triggers that forward rock over your hips. And that's all you're doing. If you set the back, I know, listen, we're going to do a cool down in a sec. If you're struggling with that, put your hands over your stomach and then just rock forwards and backwards and forwards and backwards. And like I say, this is a rocking motion. I'm not crumpling and crumpling. The seat shouldn't really move. Okay, so when I'm crumpling, you can see the seat's moving. But when I'm tilting backwards and forwards, the seat should pretty much stay in the same place. And the whole reason for holding onto your stomach, well, it's two reasons. One, it just stabilizes you a little bit. And two, you get to feel your stomach muscles. Ooh, get a good stomach workout. I actually, I'll do this as a practice. I'll hold a weight above my head. Now, I don't recommend this, especially for the type of person that would drop a weight. But I'll hold a weight above my head, and then I just do this. And that way it strengthens my core and gets that tilt forwards and backwards in place. So if you have lower back mobility issues, then, well, I don't recommend doing it with the weights because you're going to end up really hurting yourself. But if you have lower back mobility issues, then maybe just do that tilting exercise first just to see if you can ease things off. Then, as you get stronger, you can then start to like hold like a bag of sugar above your head or, or whatever. But if you are ever going to do that by holding a weight above your head, be very, 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 very careful that you don't drop it on your head, okay? You have been warned, this is your warning, I don't want to get any emails saying, I followed your advice and I dropped a weight on my head, because I'm telling you, don't do that if you have any worries at all about dropping a weight in your head. That's my PSA, so basically just don't do it, okay? It's easier to just not do it you could get a resistance band attached to the ceiling or something that would then be better, but anyway. Right, it's been way too long between stopping the row and starting to cool down, so let's get into it. 18 strokes a minute, right about 2k plus 30, because you'll have cooled down by quite a lot by now, so... In three, let let's go. (sighs) It's fine with a row like today's, that wasn't that intense anyway. Your heart rate shouldn't really have been up that high in the first place in order to really need to come down from a higher intensity and cool down so this is more about just really just consolidating what you may just have been changing about your own stroke when it comes to technique and really thinking about in out rock knees and this fluid motion rather than i do see a lot of people that roll at this there's absolutely no value at all well actually there is it's quite a good summit workout must be said holding that backward lean in that position my attention but there's no value from a rowing point of view neither is there any value to going like that because you're not teaching yourself anything about the momentum of your arms triggering that forward lean. You can maybe stop there and then bend your knees because at least that way you're in the right position and all you have to do is bend and you make sure not to move your arms or back at all. But that's the only one really that I think has value. Because even coming into the front and holding this position, because of the compression and springiness of your legs, doesn't really work. And you wanna get that compression. You don't wanna stop short just so that you can stop and do a pick drill because I'm sitting way too short here. There you go, that's my two minute cool down finished anyway, so you carry on cooling down. So yes, if I tried to stop and hold my position right and think, oh, this is where I want to be, my shins aren't vertical. I've got a lot more that I could be going. So it's not teaching me anything, whereas to come in in slow-mo and just really concentrate on forwards, yep, push. And then you just, if you're doing it in these 15 strokes a minute, real slow-mo strokes, you've got enough momentum going on with your body to help you flow through it. Again, it helps if you've got a mirror in front of you so you can see um the various things that you're doing so you can keep an eye on that fluid motion and not stopping but you're not a robot everything's a flow okay it's like a yeah man it's a flow (sighs) anyway right okay yeah so uh whether you're cooling down continuing or you can get off and stretch sorry i've kind of blown out this cool down a little bit longer than it should be but hey I'm obviously getting separation anxiety as we get closer to the end of these 30 days. Not that I'm going to stop making videos for you, but it's like I've got, I'm like, oh, there's loads of things I should be saying. So they're all coming out. But anyway, thank you so much for doing this one. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you did what I was saying about the 15 strokes a minute, especially if these are, if that's an element of your rowing that you're not entirely comfortable with, um, that you you do it in order to get comfortable with, okay? There's loads of things that I do that I just really do. I've told the story of the squash um, 2 and one volley drops things before, so I won't tell you about that, but there's things like even playing the drums, there's things, rudiments, which are just very, like triples, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, that that one I can do. <laughs> and like paradiddles, paradiddle, 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 paradiddle. Par- that... And there's this set of of rudiments that you then mix in through each other and eventually gets to a complicated point where my brain just goes and I can no longer do them anymore. I fall apart, I get frustrated and I throw a drumstick at the wall. Um, True story. Um, But the thing is is that I keep coming back and I keep doing them because there's no point avoiding them because I'll just never get better as a drummer if I avoid them. And so with your rowing, if you don't have that fluidity of your stroke that will then help you when it comes into the higher stroke rates, that will then help you put the power into the machine, then all the complaints of all the complaints of I, I can't, why can't I get any faster? Why does my back hurt? Why did blah 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 blah? It's kind of no point asking because you're 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 not doing the things that will lead you towards being able to get the higher stroke rate. that will lead you towards being able to put in the power. If you don't get that hang off the front with the leg drive, then you're not putting in the, the maximum amount of power that you should be able to in the machine. If you're grabbing and pulling early on the handle rather than driving with the legs and keeping the arms straight then yeah, you're going to be putting some power into the machine, but you're not putting in all of the power that you could be because you're fighting against your leg power. If you go push with the legs, then pull with the arms, that's a boom-boom. Especially when you put in your backswing as well. That's like a triple hit of power that goes into the machine. If you kind of... Pull and swing at the same time right off the front and a lackluster pull thing of the legs you're putting in one kind of mushed form of those three kinds of energy all of which are fighting against each other and not putting in the maximum power into the machine so this is why we train this is why we do things like this why we do the low rate workouts why we even do the 18s and the 20s is to work on that technique to work on the feel and the groove of how we get in there so that when it does come to the big show and you want to put in the, the fun stuff the big fast stuff you've got it in you to really put it through so that's why um sessions like today are really important to not avoid they don't happen i mean this is to be honest the fact that i've done a a 15 strokes a minute thing twice in these 30 days and a 12 as well is completely alien Um, i mean that the 15 is the first time i've done it in months because i don't do it that often but it's worthwhile coming to from time to time in order to just think oh where's my where's my flow and whatever Um, yeah so there we go that's the end of my rant yesterday's rant was about thanksgiving and saying thanks to everyone today i'm obviously in a bit more of a grumpy mood Mm, and i'm having a go at the people that don't do (laughs) the low rate stuff so hey up and downs with me um but yeah but you don't worry in a few hours time i'll be back to chilled out john again because i'll have a big plate of spaghetti bolognese in front of me and um what have i got today i've got erdinger non-alcoholic beer which is just amazing It's the closest thing to proper beer beer that I've ever had. The Guinness Zero is the closest thing to perfection because it just tastes like Guinness. But yeah, um that's what I've got tonight so I will be a much happier fella <laughs> later so this is going to go up and then uh a couple of hours after this one goes online you will see form check Friday will drop as well so you get a double hit of me today I'm afraid or um but it's worthwhile checking out because quite a lot of the stuff that I was talking about today is actually because of things that I saw in form check Friday when looking at Jeff and Piotr um their thing I kind of thought oh actually yeah it's quite good like the shoulders thing was something that Jeff was doing so um, that's why I kind of talked about don't shrug your shoulders so this is why I'm doing Form Check Fridays is to try and help people to help me kind of help just kind of say these are the things that could potentially be wrong with you because of course I can't see you you can only see me If you want that to change, then please send in in a video for Form Check Fridays. And I'll then look at you and I'll make a comment and say what I think is good and what could maybe do with some work on your stroke, okay? So info at rowalong.com is where to send uh, either links or if you use wetransfer.com, you can then send the entire video to me that way. Um, Yeah, sorry, this wasn't meant to be a a promo for Form Check Friday, but as being it's a Friday, um, I thought I might as well do it. And it's quite handy. Um, I learn a lot from talking about people i mean i always talk technique so um and hopefully people learn a lot from watching other people anyway and obviously the people that are sending in the video can then go oh i had no idea i did that with my shoulders and stuff so so thank you very much for doing this one with me and for putting up with this rather elongated outro but hey i had a lot to say Um, i will see you in the next session be that um either form check fridays or be that tomorrow's row or a completely different video i will see you in another one in the meantime please look after yourselves stay safe be well bye-bye for more info and to check out the youtube videos go to rowalong.com